Hey, welcome to the Rediscover Geek Podcast. This is episode 18, because I was informed that it's not 19. Or 20. Or 20. This, or 20. <laughs> what up? <laughs> you said so 19 or 20. Started so you can have it clean when you go back to the same thing. I told you, man, we're gonna it's gonna be organic. <laughs> you wanna start over again? We can, no. we can do it. Since no. Live. We can Let's do start it. over because we messed up. And then no. we're going to repeat it on the next take. Let me tell you how I messed up on the last one and why were we recording. <laughs> I'm trying to be transparent, man. I'm all about transparency. Brilliant. So here we are. This is episode 18 of the Rediscovery Podcast. Um, we are not live. I know. Bummer. Yeah, because Caesar's internet took a, a crap on him and... Actually, now that I think about it, I think this is episode 17 because we didn't record last week. No, last week was 18. Last week was 18. See? Oh, my God. I, I was right. It's episode 19. It would have been episode 19. If no, we like no, in the that... folder, it's episode 17 console wars because we were going to talk about PlayStation and Xbox, but we didn't record last week. So this is, in fact, in episode 17. Okay. I don't, I don't even know. know anymore. I think Yeah, it doesn't like... matter. Anyways, episode 17, guys, of the Rediscover Geek Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching for our first episode on YouTube. This is actually going to be the first live one, not live, but first one we're uploading um, to YouTube. So hopefully people check this out. If not, that sucks. But... <laughs> <laughs> not, not much we can do about that. Oh, my God. Um, so how's everybody? it's been like two weeks, guys. We have had took a little hiatus. How's everybody been? Uh, this one I, doing okay. Yeah, uh, I'm having a rough time. Uh, I wouldn't say it's my internet. It's fucking Spectrum, unfortunately. And it sounds like Tony's having uh, some of his own issues. And one thing I want to touch on, um, I don't want to throw Spectrum under the bus, but I'm going <laughs> to. And that's because I have a lot of friends that like to stream. And I've been seeing a lot of complaints on social media, whether it be Twitter, whether it be Facebook. A lot of my friends are complaining, and they all happen to have Spectrum. Whether it's lagging out, whether their stream just shuts down, it's all internet issues, and they all seem to have Spectrum. So whatever the tech told me yesterday, I hope that's the case, and it's not something that's more worldwide or nationwide, because that's going to be a problem. But yeah, we're not live because of Spectrum, not because of me. But it's your Spectrum, so it's kind of like... God <laughs> damn it. Partly <laughs> your fault. I'm on Spectrum and I'm on Seriously, Spectrum man, I need that versus right now. <laughs> so I have Spectrum have had no issues. So anywho. Um Anthony, you, you doing well? constant issues. That's yeah, true. you're always talking about how you're fluctuating. <laughs> it's up right now, it's down. Oh, I don't know if we could do this, guys. Oh, it's up again. Well, we should right, do this real on. quick before it gets worse. <laughs> Anthony, how you doing? I'm doing okay. It feels it feels like a long week already, but uh, it's only Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> True. I am I I I'm I'm doing myself doing okay. As you can see, I have changed my layout, and I got this boring backdrop of wood behind me. <laughs> wood and cardboard. Wood and cardboard. So these are all my, these are, these are card, cardboard boxes. These are all oh, my these are comic boxes. I have more behind me. I have some down here. I have another five four five six seven eight right there and there's about eight or nine and good the... thing you're not in a, a high-risk fire area oh but this entire house is <laughs> we, we, we live in california of course we are 
The whole area now is high risk. This, this house was built in like the 40s, haven't been upgraded. Like the electrical is crap. It's all wood. I'm just wait. It's like a. It's like a mask. Just waiting to be lit. Just don't have any gender reveal parties in that room, please. One thing I want to point out about this room. I wish I could give you guys a guided tour of this room. Some of you have been in this room. I know Anthony, you have. Um, this this office is all wood. Yeah. Everything is wood. The walls, floor, are, ceiling, or, or like, walls. But it's all different types of wood. So yeah. the walls are different types of wood. The ceiling's a different type of wood. The floor is a different type of wood. The trimming's a different type of wood. The door. <laughs> Everything is a different type of wood. It's pretty incredible. I, I found like, out the owner. I feel like we could have a call back and have that fucking woodchuck come in and be like, is this room made of wood? <laughs> fucking full house. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, go on. Your landlord or whoever. This episode should be called The Wood Wars. <laughs> wood Wars. <laughs> so, getting into it. So, obviously, guys, there was some big news. Today was the pre-order release of Xbox. <laughs> I know you guys all woke Which up. Which Xbox? <laughs> Xbox Series X. I know you guys have all woke up and got yourselves ready to pre-order so you could hit your refresh button exactly at 8 a.m. so you can pre-order your Xbox. So what did you guys do? Did you guys get it? I, I got plenty of sleep. <laughs> I got a yeah, lot I of good sl- I slept in. So Did you guys... get one, Jansen? So, no, I didn't get one. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, I didn't. Wait, what? Oh, no. Yeah, what, 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 what? Well, you know what? Actually, I, I probably would have impulse bought it. I decided um, last night that I wasn't going to get it. Oh. And so I woke up this morning, this though. Because I wanted to Are you okay? Are you feeling all right? I am, I am. Wait, 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 um, wait, 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 wait. Whether we're on episode 18 or 17, whatever it may be, <laughs> prior to that, either 17 or 16 episodes prior to that, you were all Xbox. What's going was, on? There's financial constraints that are going on because I decided to take money that was going to be used for the Xbox to buy a, a kid's comic book collection on Facebook. <laughs> so I bought a comic book collection instead of getting an Xbox. Okay. And I don't know if it was a good, good, good use of my funds. But I have a lot more comic books. <laughs> okay. Well, let's be real. It's either comic books or the Xbox. Either one, you're not going to either read it or play it. So they're both just going to kind of sit there. That's not true. I was buying comic books more to sell the comic books or to see what they had, like, accumulated collection and hopefully have some good books. And I was looking to buy, like, collection because i thought it would be cool um i was hoping to find like some diamonds in the rough there's a few good stuff in it but overall i will probably just make my money back on it so it wasn't really so in the long run, that's why i didn't buy the xbox um but i did go online to uh to see if i can get it so i did the pre-order process mm-hmm and i tried the microsoft website i had amazon i had target i had best buy open um, I was on a wait list for GameStop that I never went through. Um, and I got nowhere on it. Like, I, I, yeah, I got it in my box on the Microsoft page, but then it wouldn't go to checkout. So I think it was more of like the universe telling me I don't need to buy it today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, w- I wasn't planning on, but I was seeing if I could get it because I wanted to see how the process went. And I heard it was terrible for like everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So much for Microsoft toting, it would be a much smoother process. Smoother. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, oh, I, was, I, I know. Okay. I, I did get some uh, some information that um, there weren't that many allocated to begin with at these stores. Some of the GameStop stores only got like four to reserve. So, well, but that was GameStop. They did that PlayStation as well. Yeah, their, their allocations have been so small. Well, that's true, but I don't know. I. I wasn't excited for this launch. Like I, I was in no rush. I, like I said, I slept in, and you know, woke up and I saw that some people on Facebook were either happy or, you know, very few were upset that they either didn't get it or they didn't know about it. But I, I, I just I didn't really see much attention about it. At least not in my feed. Out of all my friends in my feeds, either Twitter or Facebook, didn't see a lot of disappointment over the Xbox. Disappointed because they didn't try to pre-order it, or disappointment that either one. I mean, like, well, not much information really in general, whether they got it or not. uh, In comparison to the PlayStation Five, and we'll touch on that in a little bit. But in comparison to that, there was just not a lot of stuff on my feed regarding the Xbox and the launch or the the pre-order. I think yesterday with the news, obviously, like of Xbox buying Bethesda. I thought there was a lot of... I thought the excitement level grew on my Twitter feed um, with people uh, like that were interested. And I thought it might have moved the needle for some people to kind of be like, all right, maybe I'll get in. I don't know if like people getting in on launch, because I don't think that Bethesda purchase is going to affect anything at launch. And they've already announced that like it's not changing some of the exclusive titles that were for PS5. Um, but... I think it, I, I saw more excitement about it because of Bethesda news. I think that was pretty big news. See, that was yesterday. The the, the news yesterday was definitely yeah. huge. Yeah, and, but... and I agree with you. There was a lot more news yesterday, but um, the whole when, when PlayStation did their pre-orders, and it was very unexpected. They did it right after their, their announcement. Their, um... Well, they didn't do it. That's the yes, kicker. Correct. It wasn't PlayStation. It was the it retailers. Was all the retailers just went nuts. After they opened up the floodgates. And that's where I think a lot of the disappointment came in because, unfortunately, it wasn't Sony's call, even though I think a lot of people attributed it to Sony's fault. And I don't know if there was like a thing where Sony, like somebody from the, the group messed up and maybe released like allocation numbers before they were supposed to. Because it's interesting because Microsoft, none of the retailers opened up pre-orders early for Microsoft system. No, they didn't. So there had to have been some snafu with like somebody spitting out information too early because I think that's probably why like well, I won't, I won't touch on it because you don't want to. You want to talk about the inside source, but that's probably why the inside source <laughs> had had a little had a little knowledge. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I'm not. I'm not going to bring up this inside source. But let's, I don't want to touch on this inside source. I definitely want to touch on the whole Bethesda thing because that was a huge surprise. Like the fact that they were keeping that uh, keeping that under wraps so well, and that that that's something that I did see all over my feed yesterday. It was crazy. It, that's all I saw all day yesterday was that, and people even considering um, selling their pre-orders for their PlayStation Five to jump over to Xbox. Not many people, but still, I did what? see some people considering it. Really? And I was like, really? That's not. That's that's a little crazy. Yeah, it's like I I don't know if you want to jump on that because one, what what's 
Have we heard anything coming out of Bethesda anytime soon? Well, no, that's what that's what I was saying. I think in the future, it's really good for Xbox to have yeah. Bethesda. Um, but it's not changing launch titles. No, it's not absolutely changing not. Anything for launch. Like, everything that Bethesda had going is still happening for PS5 and, like, Xbox. It's later on down the road, which is going to make Xbox more appealing mm-hmm. now because they're going to get those exclusives um, that, that they've kind of been lacking, like... You, Anthony, you've mentioned before that, yeah, they lack like the exclusive content like that PlayStation has, like Spider Man or whatever it is, um, like God of War. But now they have that opportunity because they have that big publisher. Um, they also have Obsidian. I, I wasn't surprised by it. I, I thought they were going to probably announce a big one, like a big uh, studio purchase, um, just because that was kind of the direction they're leading, like with the purchase of all these other smaller studios. Mm-hmm. Um, that eventually they're going to get to a big one. Then, and that was a big one. Yeah, that was a, that really, was a really, really big one. <laughs> and I agree with you. I, I think the future is bright for Xbox when it comes to uh, Bethesda. I, I mean, fucking Fallout, Fallout alone. Yeah, um, Fallout. yeah but I mean, the the last Fallout was not the quality previous iterations have been. Fallout Four. Are we talking about that one, or you're not was talking that the about one that came out last? That's yeah, the most recent one. Is for unless you want to consider the the VR version, which I've never played. But oh no, you're you're talking about the online version, Fallout seventy six or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't. So okay. Fallout four came out. When did that come out again? Oh Jesus, uh, twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen. Yeah, but that wasn't the newest one, right? It was this. Yeah, um, well, then Fallout seventy six, which was their online one. Yeah, that d- disappointed um, at launch. Yeah, I know what you're talking. Yeah, they, they that Fallout disappointed the launch. I heard it's gotten better though. Um, yeah, as they've like updated and stuff. But uh, a Fallout four, man, my brother still plays that game. Mm. <laughs> like he still puts hours and hours into that game. So. So yeah, maybe the proper sequel. You know, when that comes out, that'll be a big deal. Well, and it'll be interesting. Like Skyrim, um, Skyrim, like, yeah, Skyrim, yeah. Like, do they go exclusive? Like, yeah, I think they, at that they, point they you have would, to, right? Have they to. have to. Yeah, they have to, right? That's that's one thing that Xbox is really lacking. You, you mentioned it is the exclusive games. Like, they, you can't they, get they, they, else. they have Gears of War, but I feel like Gears of War has definitely run its path. I, I think it's it's pretty much you know you have your your cult following at this point, but. It's not a huge blockbuster. It's not a triple A title like it used to be anymore. Um, yeah, Halo, it was that even happened what this after right after the second one. It happened early, right? Yeah, yeah, that did kind of drop off really early. Um, Halo, again, you didn't see that much <laughs> excitement, and I'm not going to trash Halo, but you didn't really see that much excitement for it in the most recent trailer. Yeah. Um, so their exclusives are really lacking right now. And to acquire Bethesda this way and have that as exclusive, yeah, they definitely have to go exclusive. The only thing that I don't see going exclusive would probably be uh, Elder Scrolls Online. I don't see them taking that away from PlayStation. That'd be a foolish move. Um, so yeah, no. other than that, yeah, dude, I I definitely encourage them to go exclusive. Definitely. Yeah. What are they? I mean, so yeah, you'd have Skyrim, you'd have Fallout, you'd have Doom, right? Dishonored. Uh, no, Wolfen- Skyrim is Elder Scrolls, though, right? So yeah, any Skyrim is of part Elder of Elder Scrolls. Uh, Wolfenstein. Oh, yeah, holy Wolf- cow. That's huge. Yeah. So, yeah big I, news. Yeah, very, very big news. Uh, heads off to Xbox for making that move. But 
still not selling me on the console, not anytime soon. So we'll I'm gonna, see. I, but I'll definitely purchase it later on. Like I'm, like I said, I'm still gonna get two. This was just a decision that I made to not. I had to choose one, and I got. We're, we're gonna talk about it right now. Like PlayStation's hype last week for the PlayStation reveal, and then the pre-orders. I was so hyped up that I got the PlayStation Five over the Xbox. And but, I was gonna wait for you to say that because now I want to touch on the fact that. You said you bought some comics and you couldn't get the Xbox. Not true. You got the PlayStation reserved. And that's why you didn't get the Xbox because you jumped the gun and you went straight to PlayStation and didn't was, wait out Xbox. I was always going to wait for the whatever one released first would be the, would be the one that I pre-ordered, though. Because I'm not going to get caught. Because what if you lose out? Like if I, I would have gone for both, but if Xbox would have released last week, I probably would have pre-ordered Xbox first. And then, due to the con- I probably would have held off on the PlayStation. Ouch. But since PlayStation released first, then that's why I went with uh, PlayStation over Xbox. Okay. Based and I was on, able to get the PlayStation. Ba- based on the showcase that PlayStation had, let's, let's start talking about that. Or, or let's get into that in just a little bit. But based on their showcase, and then based on whatever Xbox did previously to that, let's say Xbox did pre-order first and then PlayStation and you got the Xbox, how happy would you be right now? If I got the Xbox? Over the PlayStation. Over say PlayStation? say the, the, the situation was reversed. You ended up getting the Xbox because it launched before the PlayStation and now you couldn't get happy. a PlayStation. Uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't have been happy because there's more like like the launch titles for PS5 are better that so far than the Xbox. So I would have been I, I would have been. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And with that said, let's fucking dive into that fucking showcase cuz so, Here's here's my thing. Why didn't play like the first PlayStation showcase was good. But this one opened up so much better. <laughs> like this one opened up with Final Fantasy, and like, what a what an open. You talked about this, Anthony. Like, what a what an intro to the new PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, like just the way they they opened it up with uh, exclusive that had never been seen or announced before, which normally doesn't happen, especially right at the beginning of a showcase. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. And it was just shocking. And it kind of just set the tone I thought was really apparent. And then immediately diving into what they showed for Miles Morales, which was unbelievable. Which is funny because we've seen a lot of these like big set pieces that uh, games have been doing recently with Uncharted, with uh, Call of Duty, and and even God of War. Some of it has actually gotten kind of stale in a sense that it's you it was weird with spider-man there was a sense of energy and urgency that i had not felt in a long time with like a set piece like that in a video game and it was just incredible and it just i was like it was like you i was jonesed up i was excited i was like i I wasn't particularly interested in that game but totally on board now yeah oh man the game looks incredible i can't wait for finn to see it like, I haven't shown him the trailer. I can't wait for him to play it and see it because he's going to flip out. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, 
The the Final Fantasy. I did what, what I found funny about the Final Fantasy thing though was that everything was off a of PC and not the PS5, which I just thought that was funny because you're showcasing PS5, but you're 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 showing the trailer from the PC version of your game. <laughs> which... Yeah, which was kind of odd because I don't know if it was because. I mean, a lot of stuff is developed on PCs anyways first. Yeah. So I don't know if it was a thing that it's just not ready to run. I love the dog bark, man. Everybody knows. Run that. off the PlayStation 5 or if it was because there's that thing where it's it's kind of almost a mix of Final Fantasy 15 and 14. And it's the same producers. So it's kind of, be, I don't know. Yeah, that was, that was kind of interesting. But maybe because also, too, it's still, like, pretty early in development. Yeah. Either what say you about the opening? And, obviously, Final Fantasy and... Um, I feel I've been very okay. open with uh, how upset I've been with, with Square Enix and what they've done beyond uh, Final Fantasy X. I haven't been a big fan beyond that. Uh, their game is just... They, they've always lacked something, whether it be the gameplay, whether it be the story, mainly in the story... I just couldn't get into any uh, Final Fantasy beyond Final Fantasy X, and it was just hard for me to get into it. And most recently, I kind of got back into it uh, because of Final Fantasy VII Remake. So I yeah. don't really consider that, you know, I, I wouldn't count that, although it was a completely different game, and I fucking loved it. Um, but I felt like they had, they really had to meet expectations with that game, and they did. They fucking exceeded my expectation. This is the first time I've been excited for a Final Fantasy game based on this trailer. It was fantastic. That opening, um, I wasn't too excited right off the bat. I was like, oh, shit, this looks like Final Fantasy. But the deeper it got into the trailer, the the gameplay I started seeing, even the acting and the story that I was hearing and um, how they're using these, these summonses, whatever you want to call them, these GF summonses, uh, avatars, uh, the story behind all that. And... Just the feel of, you know, going back to the medieval time um, era, it just it felt so good to see that. And I, I, I'm excited for Final Fantasy again. And it feels good to be excited for Final Fantasy. And just everything that they showed in this trailer was fucking great. I think PlayStation started off strong with this. And then just to tease us with what they showed us and then go into Spider-Man, holy shit. Um, one thing that I was uh, talking to my girlfriend about was, and this, I'm telling you, I've, I've been wanting to get on this show and talk to you guys because what they did with the showcase, everything that Xbox did prior to this, this is PlayStation just saying, leak whatever you want, all right? Because I still feel that Xbox used that as a strategy. I think they purposely leaked stuff. I think it's too <laughs> coincidental. I think this was PlayStation. I was worried that PlayStation didn't know what to do with all these leaks that Xbox had. But no, they came out firing, and not only that, they showed their confidence in their console. These are the games we're putting out. This is how much confidence we have in our console to the point where this is the fucking price and we're sticking to it, and we're not going to try to meet a $300 uh, price point that Xbox put out. No, we're confident in what our console has. We're confident in our games. Here's what they are, and they sold me. I mean, I was already sold, and I had already told you guys I was going to get the PlayStation 5 over the Xbox, but... This 100% sold me because I saw nothing but confidence in this showcase. So 
Very, very happy with what PlayStation did. Very, very happy with what they showed us. Wasn't very happy with the way pre-orders were handled, but to Anthony's point, was not their fault. That was all retailers trying to jump the gun on that. But overall, I'm glad I stuck with PlayStation. I, I'm glad I, I stayed loyal and, you know, I went a little bit uh, on a rant there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled, dude. Did you play 15? I did not. 14? No. no. I definitely give both of those a try. Like right. fourteen has gotten a lot better. And fourteen 15... is fourteen is the online one, right? Yeah. Yes, I yeah. did. I did play fourteen. I played fourteen for a good year. I did enjoy it, very, very much enjoyed so it. Like... But, you know, I yeah, I want to actually play it. It's one I... of those things. It's like I mentioned before. I just really can't get into MMOs because it just turns into a job eventually, and that's when it, you know, you it, it loses its its appeal. It doesn't. It's not fun anymore. So once it turns into a job where I'm up at 2 a.m. and then somebody's telling you, it's like, oh, I'm close to leveling up, but it takes another hour till they level up. <laughs> and if you bail on them, you're an asshole. And then they start thinking about not letting you join in the, their, their raids anymore because you ditched them the other night. When it gets to that point, I'm out. That's why I can't do MMOs. But <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen, I played it for a good year. I had, a, I had some fun. I just tried to stay away from MMOs. <laughs> Um, I actually thought like the price point for PlayStation was really good too, like because for a hundred dollars more from the cheap version, you're getting the same model, right? It's just the drive's mm -hmm. not included. Yeah, yeah. The um, specs are exactly the same. The specs are exactly the, the same. Uh, optical drive. Now, granted, like the Xbox X or Series S is what two hundred dollars cheaper than the actual model, so it's two ninety nine, right? But you're still getting a, a downgraded version. It's still like a next-gen console, console, but it's still downgraded. For three hundred dollars, a hundred dollars more, you could have got, you can get the PS5. So I think the price point was really good for Xbox, or not for Xbox, but for PlayStation. Um, I think they priced it very reasonable. Yeah. Um, yeah and I that's the version I got. I got the digital version. Um, I got the I got the disc drive version. <laughs> I got that the the, the disc drive version. <clears throat> mainly because I want to be able to play my PlayStation 4 games. So I want to be able to pop them in and be able to play those. So that's why I went with the disc drive. And yeah, an additional 100 bucks for the disc drive version, I I had no issues with that. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was reasonable, and that's what I ended up going with. Yeah, I was... I, I, I'm not going to play. I'm, like, I was thinking about getting a disc drive just because I like having like that version. But then I just got to the point where I was just thinking, like, am I really going to play PS4 games on it? No, I'm probably not going to play PS5 games on it. So, <laughs> so what's the point? Yeah, my prediction was so close. I was a week off, and then, but the price points were exactly what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, you were dead on. You're dead what on was interesting point. is the only thing I wasn't, I was still wondering about is what Bill mentioned about the hard drive if the digital was going to have a, hard, a larger hard drive. And that's what's interesting about the, the Series S is the Series S has a small hard drive as small well. Small hard drive, yeah. And it has, like, the biggest difference is the drop in the GPU. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It's going, to be, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I'll tell you I, what, I though, think... that pre-order was just a pain in the ass. But, again, I, this is the thing I don't, I don't get. Like, and I... I, I I think it's just because of the technical limitations because even if you had a robust server and infrastructure you still it's still limited by the data coming into it but i feel like these retailers 
it's 2020 should have a better system in place for these fucking launches. Like, it's just, I spent hours doing that refresh because, and it sucked too, because I, I thought, I thought too, it was going to be released. Like the pre-orders were going to open up tomorrow, the next day. So I'd actually fallen asleep <laughs> and then I woke up and I saw that Best Buy had like opened up pre-order, pre-orders and I'd already like prepared everything in my Best Buy account. So I was kind of ready, but seriously, I spent until about, I think I finally got one around 1 a.m. Oh crap. Because I kept going in, I got all the way to the point where I could place the order. It was in my cart and I got to, it saw like it did the checkout and I, place my order but wouldn't it would never complete the order and it was literally like sitting there refreshing 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 and it just and also too i when i first started things were changing on the website so you could tell that they were setting things up they were like okay the the, this image is coming in now we're making this block they were changing it up so they were literally doing work on it but that's what i understand it's like how are you doing work on it have the pre-orders like open like i just it's so frustrating at these retailers their infrastructure but it's you know it's probably it's probably because in my experience with companies and their infrastructures they don't put the time the money and the effort into building a proper infrastructure like if it was if it was google google would be like this is the infrastructure that's going to handle this load. We know what's going to happen. We're going to set up a queue properly. I, I don't know because you still have that issue with like Amazon and stuff like that. You'd think Amazon would have be able to take like. That's true. I, I think that it's it's is it like the cost analysis? An PS5 Xbox comes out every six years to do redo the infrastructure to like some level is uh, who knows how many millions of dollars. I don't know if, if at the end of the day, if it's worth it for them. They're probably looking at it from like that they don't care the ROI. Like, is it worth taking the heat for the system going down? Like, yeah, I don't know if it's actually worth it for them to to spend the money for the infrastructure. Like, when it's not, when rarely do you have products like this that you have such a mass, or it's like every like, I, I don't know for sure, but I I, just I feel, feel like, like it's too it, like... expensive. So. It's then it's got to be like Sony and Microsoft saying like they've got to come up with a better system. Like it seemed like they had that Sony had the opportunity. You could sign up on the website, and then they would send you an invitation. But even then, it seems stupid because it's still like a first come first serve. You're still fighting against server. Yeah. Why can't they just say like sign up? We will send you the link to buy one, and you're fine. You don't have to because, sit there for hours and try to like be in a queue that will never refresh. I don't know, man. When I was Comic Con, that's every year for Comic Con. <laughs> tickets go on sale. They they know the issues. They try like they're they're a, a group that has tried to invest heavily in their online ticket sales process. But every year, no matter what, <laughs> it, there's always an issue. It's, yeah, it's, 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 also, it's also just a, it's a marketing move, too, because they know people are going to be upset and they're going to be talking about it on social media, whether you get one or you don't. They want all that attention. You know, even if, even if it's uh, negative, they still want the attention because there's no such thing as uh, bad publicity, right? 
So if you're on social media complaining that you didn't get a pre-order, you're one of how many, I don't know how many people complaining and that's all you see on your feed is, oh, I didn't get one, I didn't get one. But yeah. you're constantly and seeing PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5. And, you know, and those people aren't going to not buy PS5. Yeah, they're still going to get it. No matter how pissed <laughs> off they are, they're still going to end up getting it when they when they become available again. Yeah. What's frustrating is the fucking flippers, man. Like, don't buy the system if you're not going to, like, buying it to use it. Now, I mean, like, real quick, sorry to interrupt you. I definitely agree but i want to touch on something because of flippers the emails that playstation sent out i'm very shocked but i know a lot of people a lot of my friends on facebook at first they were all like i'm trying to get a playstation 5 or oh i got lucky i got it at GameStop, or i get it at walmart or target what name you and then later maybe like uh the next day actually the very next day PlayStation did good on those emails. They actually sent out emails to people, and a lot of my friends, including myself, got an email that, you know, we, we can go reserve a PlayStation 5. But I passed up on it because I already have one. I'm not going to be that guy that's going to go and try to collect another one. And, you know, maybe I should have for a friend, but I just didn't want to deal with that. A lot of people I did see online claim them. They went from struggling to find one to suddenly the next day, now they have three or four. So now we got flippers on the market looking to flip these PlayStations because I don't know how they went around it, but they ended up going getting more than one, and it seemed to be much easier this year to get more than one console based on how everything worked out. It's it's weird. I mean, there's still ways you can you can order through different areas, like different companies. Well, how do you mean because they they just signed up through like okay, we'll we'll go through a different ID. Maybe they had a friend like, oh, that's I'm not going like to want it. Know. Yeah, that's what I would like to know. But uh, Bill, for example, Bill reached out to me. He was like, hey, I got selected number three. Bill got selected number three. It even said in the email, this is, you know, you're getting the number three fucking pre-order. Um, you're number three in line. And he got that email. Well, I think the third the third wave, right? Oh, I don't yeah. know if it was waves. Well, I know it was going on in waves, so that's probably what it was. Like, But Bill did the right thing. He, uh, he passed it off to his friend. He was like, hey, I got it. And then his friends are like, oh, I got the email too. I was like, oh, shit. So now they both got a PlayStation 5, and they already had it reserved at another retail store prior. So, See, this is what I'm saying. I'm this looking is what on I'm eBay saying. right now. Just so you guys know. Yeah, how many listings? 2,500? <laughs> uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're all over the place. No. Like, 1,500. Like, most of them are going, like, $900. No, not the price, but the listings. How many listings? Oh, I'm going to check. Um... Well, just so you know, 2,496 PS5s have been sold, apparently, if I go to the sold. Yeah, because um, people couldn't find it or couldn't get the fucking order in because of the... Re oh, my God. Yeah, there's, there's 1,603 listings up. I don't know if they're all PS5. They might be like controllers or something, but um, yeah, that's crazy. There's one that's on here that has 57 bids, and it's $15,000. And I'm like, what is this, the gold version? Like... <laughs> Like there's a version underneath it. There's one that you could buy now for twenty five hundred bucks. Like why would you bid fifteen thousand when there's so many more that are cheaper than that? Like there's a per, there's thirty nine people watching a PlayStation Five that's fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> so here's the thing that, that I'm I'm it's interesting. Why doesn't then it just go directly from Sony or from Microsoft? Because well, the margins on like the retailers aren't making a lot of money on no. the systems. No, so, but what, why what aren't they? Go ahead. Sorry. 
Oh, oh, go ahead. You could, you could. No, no, just it's like why, why isn't they just selling them directly? Because then you could do it. It's like okay, sign up, send your ID, uh, and then here, here's a link. Here's a link to purchase it. You have X amount of time to buy it. You know, give them like 24 hours or even less than that, and then you buy it and you're good. And then it's done. And then you don't have to worry about searching for it or running. And then somebody's getting it. And also, too, you can thank and control that it's only going to one address. And then yeah, say, oh, but this is our. I was going to say that, but Sony and Xbox, they have to think of their retailers. Yeah, like, because their retailers sell their games, their retailers sell their accessories, their retailers sell everything. And so that's why they give them, like, that's why the retailers sell, because it's not just, there's there's not high margins on it, obviously, from a, uh, from a retailer standpoint but it's everybody that's clicking that is also buying the extra controller is also buying like whatever accessory that's in it it's also in their shopping carts mm -hmm. um it's kind of like comic books like why do comic companies have to why don't they just sell all their comics directly on their website why go through retailers same thing because the retailers are the ones that support them let me ask you guys. You guys have any, in your uh, face, man. <laughs> There's a better way. You guys have it's any, not, and uh... it's certainly not this. Yeah, no, no, this was a mess. Because I didn't get an email. I signed up. I didn't get my dad signed up. Didn't get an email. I didn't get an email, but so I'm it's like, like who got why? Like what See, was I the criteria like, for being would, Yeah, exactly. I would like to know what that criteria was. I could have just really been random guys. It could literally just be random selection. <laughs> I would actually prefer if it was random because then it's not like. It's based off of like how much time you spent in your ex like PS5 or how much time you spent on your Xbox. Like I like the idea that it's random. So I don't because it's like why why give it to the people then like because there should be a those little people bit are of like buy it no matter what. <laughs> I think I, I think fairly I think uh, they should base it on on your gamer tag and how long it's been active. No, but I don't think that's. I think true. that's what they should do. No. Not not how often you play, just how long your gamer tag has been consistently active no um so there's also some lesser tech news on the nintendo front i don't really know this news but you guys feel free to i'll let you touch on this one anthony uh i wasn't a big fan of handheld so well it's it's i think it was more surprising that it took as long as it did so the, the Nintendo 3DS has officially discontinued production. So Nintendo is oh, no longer cool. making the 3DS uh, handheld system officially done. Um, what's interesting is it was going as long as it did because the Nintendo Switch has now been on the market for over a year, right? Or longer, almost oh, two. It's been much longer than that. Oh, like two years, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah two, two, so yeah. I'm surprised that the... Yeah. 3DS didn't get discontinued much earlier, but well, also, it makes like, sense. Oh, so, sorry, you're talking. Oh no, I um, I was saying I was, when we were talking yesterday, I brought up the same thing. Like, I didn't realize that 3DS was still around. <laughs> so. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. But no, it's just like the writing was on the wall as soon as. Well, I thought as soon as the Switch was released, but definitely when the Switch Lite came out, yeah. that there's no reason for the 3DS anymore. But yeah, that got discontinued. Now, can you can you port or all the 3DS games? Are they port like can they port over to Switch? 
It's Nintendo, man. They port everything. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I don't know. That's what, like, are they all? I didn't know that you like. I think I have some like 3DS. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some games that. I'm sure there's some games that might not be able to be ported over because they only they only function well on the 3DS. But the majority of them, I'm sure, they'll always be uh, be ported over. I mean, one of the games I'm playing mostly right now is Phoenix Wright. That's a that's a Nintendo DS or 3DS title. Yeah. So that one ported over well. I was uh, just curious if they like if they've ported over all of them before they discontinued it, like so people can just play exactly. Oh no, 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 no! There's there's a crap ton of games that yeah. have not been touched yet. Yeah, that's what like I, I didn't feel like there's a lot of games ported over yet. Yeah. But but Nintendo's still not done that's with handheld. That's pretty much the only Nintendo news. Oh. But yeah, they, they, <laughs> they're they're discontinuing the 3DS. But they recently announced that uh. That Game and Watch, so they're putting that out. So yeah, no, they're not true. done with handhelds. Yeah. They're not. They're still not just focusing on the Switch. So <laughs> a yeah. crappier version of the 3DS is coming. Out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting to see what right. Nintendo's next iteration is of console slash handheld. I, I mean, it's going to be. It's going to have to be similar to like the Switch, right? Like, yeah, it's kind of like I don't know, like. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it'd have to be very similar to it. Yeah, it's almost like the best of both no worlds. It's like, how? Where do you go from there? Yeah. Thinner. Yeah, just make it better. That's how they're gonna go, man. The, the, the switch is gonna eventually be a phone. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> do you think the switch will ever <laughs> have ray tracing capability? <laughs> Fuck. They'll be way behind before um, they do that. All right, so that's uh, that took up most of our uh, episode. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Gaming no, usually does, man. Moving away, yeah, moving away from video games for a change. How dare you? In, in other news, um, I was more excited about this than I think either of you guys were. <laughs> um, this was like two weeks ago, yeah, because we. But uh, DC Comics announced DC Infinite, which is um, their online like netflix for uh comics so they've kind of announced launching in 2021 their their version of like marvel has marvel unlimited where you can log in and you can read like a huge crap ton of comics um and they constantly update it um new issues i think like every six like once a comic hits six months it's being released on marvel unlimited i don't know what that is going to be like for dc but um, I'm pretty excited because I've kind of forgot, like, everybody remembers, like, DC Universe. I don't know if anybody bought DC Universe, the, their OTT or their, like, Netflix channel they did. Anybody ever get that? Anthony? No? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, I did. I heard <laughs> about it, but I, I, didn't, I didn't sign up for it. Yeah, I know about it, too. Yeah, it, was, Just, it was, you know, I felt the same way like, uh, Robin did. Fuck Batman at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, when it launched, like it had like it had some pretty decent titles on it, most like the Batman movies and stuff like that. But then they slowly lost all those. So then, like towards the end, it was literally just their original series. But they had their comic, like DC Universe, also had the comics on there as well. And so it's it's nice to see that they're moving online to like the Marvel Unlimited because Anthony got me Marvel Unlimited subscription for my birthday, and it is such a good buy. It is. It's totally worth it for like I think it's sixty nine ninety nine a year, and oh, okay. 
Yeah, it's unlimited comics or like all their like their back back catalog or back catalog. Um, and it's new stuff every six months. I'm so far behind, so it's always new to me. So it's not like it's. Um, but I can't wait for DC because when like growing up, like I was always a, a Marvel kid. So I read Batman, but there's I'm, I'm so not in the know on DC comics. And I'd love to go be able to go back. And I'm looking forward to going back and reading uh, some of the DC universe. Um, now, it's safe to say that you used to spend way more than $69.99 a year per, for comics, right? I used to spend more than $69.99 a, a week on comic books. There you go. So that alone is worth the price if you... And an easier way to get into comics, really. It's just... I'm sure you could just get on your phone, right? Yeah, and it's also, like, a really great gift. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I, I never know what to get my brother for Christmas or something. Now it's like I could just get him a year subscription to... Like Marvel Unlimited or DC Infinite, and, and they have their backlog go. and everything. Yeah, so it's um, so I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it to come out, um, and yeah, so it's really cool that they're they're doing it or they're finally doing it in like a more a larger way. Um, so now we're just continuing to be overwhelmed with uh, subscription services. Another subscription service. Yeah. Yes. That's where sure. that's where we're heading. Everything's digital. Everything's a su- subscription service, and but it's, it's really interesting because it kind of goes back a little bit to the retailer thing because stores are closing, sales have been fluctuating for years, right? You know, so at what point is it where you don't need a physical space anymore? For what? For comic books, or are we talking just about for most stuff, anything, most, really. most content, yeah. like games, say... comics, books, movies. I mean, that's what they. We were just talking about the exhibitors. The exhibitors are dealing with the the fallout of this like weird kind of almost tra- like pre transition stage or transition stage, where now it's like that's kind of like it's like why doesn't Sony just cut out the middleman like the way Disney and and all these other content producers are almost doing to the the theater exhibitors because your your direct pipe now is the person's home or the well really the device Mm -hmm. you know like everything is accessible through the device you're connecting to the person directly without any sort of i I mean television is going to be going through that for years now well i think it's uh, like that's not i don't think i i think it's going in that direction but I don't think it's at that point where they can cut that person off because it is still a huge chunk of their income um, is coming through like retail stores. So I, I think until they start seeing more like a bigger shift, like a bigger percentage, then they might consider like cutting the middleman out. Um, but like for something like comic books, I don't know why, like maybe like even in like there's something about comic books, and maybe that's just me thinking, like, wishful thinking that comic book stores are never going to go away because I want to open up a physical comic book store. Like, that's my dream. <laughs> so maybe it's just me thinking that that's not. But I don't see people, like, I like reading digital comics. Like, I'll go back through because I can't buy, like, like all the Marvel catalog. I'm not going to be able to buy it. I can't store it. But it's not going to stop me from buying comic books, like physical comic books, and going to the store once I can actually go back to the store. Um, I don't know. There's something about it, but then again, I thought the same thing for books, and look what happened. <laughs> so, but either way, it's a good, it's a good thing that DC's doing it. 
So. No, I agree. I'm I I'm considering it. I want to get back into reading comics, and I just didn't have the time to do it physically. Cool. So. I'm excited about that because I think we should be talking more about comic books. <laughs> we should. Honestly, we should. We cover a lot of gaming, uh, and definitely cover more gaming, and we touch on shows and movies sometimes. But comics, like we, comics get no love. They they do, and I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe it's some. Yeah, maybe maybe it's you discovering comic books. That that's how we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start diving more into the comic book. Topic. Yeah, I'm I'm game for that. But um, I mean, my birthday on. my birthday passed already, but you know. <laughs> was it was it recently? How long ago? I'm terrible with birthdays. I hope it wasn't like a week ago or something like that. No, no, it was back in June. You missed it okay. then. Yeah. <laughs> I probably hit you up on Facebook. Maybe. Because Facebook reminded you. <laughs> Literally, that's the only reason I have Facebook is because it reminds me of people's birthdays. I would not know people's birthdays if I did not have Facebook. Uh, same here. I mean, I, I remember the days I used to remember phone numbers. Ask me how many phone numbers I know now at the top of my I know, head. I know two. There you go. I know my I know own. My wife. I know um, Nathan and Aaron, Heidi's. Nathan and Aaron's mom. <laughs> um, moving on, because there's other news. Um, we're going to briefly, uh, the Mulan estimates came out. And we're just going to touch on this because we've we've talked about this multiple times. Um, and like loose estimates, I don't think there's any like hard numbers, but some, I forgot what website it is released that I think like 9 million people paid for it in that first weekend. Um, or that's kind of like their estimate. Um, and that would put it at $30 would put it at $270 million that they made in that one weekend, which actually, I don't know if it was a weekend or a week. Do you remember that? If I can't remember the article. Yeah. I think it was the week, right? Cause the article that came out. Yeah, about a week or a week and a half, two weeks after the movie had. Because if it was a week, that is a solid movie for a week after being out. Like you figure opening weekend, maybe like one fifty on it, and then for so if it was just the first week and it made two hundred seventy million dollars, that is a very solid. Yeah, no, I think in that same article they mentioned that Disney was actually very pleased with the performance of it. Yeah. They were just more. They were also. They were more disappointed with the reaction of the box office from China. Yeah, because China. they were really hoping that that was going to be a much stronger uh, pull. Yeah. For for the film, but it's. I mean, they're already they're already looking at closing closing it up, taking it out of uh, exhibition over yeah. there. Um, because they also announced that like Tenet, so technically it made more money than Tenet re- re- yeah. box office. Wow. So in that same time period, it made more money. Now, like, Tenet has, we, like... Are we really surprised about that, though? I mean, all three of us here, none of us want to go to the theater. No, yeah, so, yeah, I, I just think that it was... Yeah, like, but I don't, I don't think we're a majority, right? I think there's still so many people that want to go out, right? I think people I mean, want to go out, but not necessarily to the movies. Yeah. I think yeah, that's I think the problem. Yeah, I, think, I, I think I definitely agree. kind of showed that people still aren't ready to get into the movies. Mm. Like they're still not ready to go to the movie theater. Now, I, I, I'm i curious to see, like, once Tenet finally does release online, on demand, like, what, what it makes. Because it's going to be all those built-up people that didn't want to go that still want to see the movie. 
So I'm curious to see if it makes like a boatload of money online once it's finally released. Because like I for one would watch it. I know you would watch you guys would watch it. Um, depending on what the price point is. But I would not pay thirty dollars to watch it right now. So if they were to say like, Oh, I'm going online now for thirty bucks like Disney did or twenty five, I would not pay. Like now I'm down to like eight bucks because I feel in my mind I already feel like, oh, it's already went to the seat, like it already went to the theaters, so now it needs to go down to the normal rental fee. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. That was to me. That was the mm. mistake you made, like <laughs> you made because you wanted to release in movie theaters, and you didn't want to get like the majority of people like being able to watch it like Mulan and pay a premium. Mm-hmm. So now I'm not going to pay thirty bucks to watch your film when it finally does because you made the choice, and now I feel like it should be a normal rental price. Yeah, I agree. I here 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 here. Let's say you, Anthony. I don't know because I think we are in that weird space because I think part of it is yeah, part of it is marketing, part of it is timing. I think, I think yeah, you're 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 spot on in the sense of timing. If we're saying like, this movie's coming out, VOD. If they did a VOD and theater. I think that would probably play a lot better. It's like, okay, you can buy it for 29 or, or rent it for 29 at the same time that it was released in theaters. And or even if it was like a couple weeks after. But now it's going to be like months. Yeah, I, I could, I can understand because, yeah, there's that sense where we are used to a certain schedule. Like, okay, yeah. it comes out in theaters, then it goes to rental, and then it might get streamed for free on one of the stations later. But I, I think that's the problem. I think the studios are still trying to figure out, they're still trying to figure out how they get the most bang for their buck to recoup the cost of the films that that traditionally they would recoup at the theater. Mm-hmm. But it, it almost kind of makes you think too, if like they have to rethink how movies are being, how much money they're spending on these tentpole movies. I was actually gonna want, I'm curious, like depending on how this changes, like if this kind of changes the fee structure or like production costs. Yeah. Like, does it change actor salaries? Does it change, like, because now there's not as much money involved in it, or they're not making as much money? I'm curious, yeah, like how that changes. Um, they're already having to change the way they shoot films just because of like social distancing rules and stuff like that. So a lot of like these movies filming now have to like rethink the way they shoot because they can't have 50 people on a crowded street or something like that. Um, so I'll be curious. Yeah. I'll be curious to see how, or even like what happened with mission impossible. They, they, you know, uh, where were they shooting in Venice? You can't, the city itself couldn't handle Mm -hmm. like a crew coming in for three weeks, a casting crew and all this equipment and all this stuff. They just, they were shut down. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they change. Like you said, the price structure, but then timing. I think that's a big thing. They don't know what the price is still or what the best price is. And I don't think there is because I think part of it is too, is like they're still trying to figure out the timing. And I think that's a big component. It'd be really interesting to, to hear in on some of these meetings of them like trying to figure this out. And then also to taking some of these figures already that they've seen a little bit and trying to determine, okay, when do we release? Or yeah, do we start just going all in on digital? I like 25 bucks. I think 25 bucks is a good solid number. Yeah. 
I mean, that's what Bill and Ted was, right? You yeah. buy for 25 or, or you, you can rent it for 20 Yeah. I think it's a good – and I always think, yeah. Um, cool. Moving on. Let's go talk a little television. Mandalorian, we have some trailers that just came out. Mm-hmm. Mandalorian Season 2 trailer came out. I'm pretty excited about Mandalorian Season 2 with all, like, the, the like the stuff like Ahsoka Tano coming into play and – yeah, the way it ended, season one ended. I'm looking forward to it. So that's coming out in October, and the trailer was pretty cool. Yes, agree, agree. This trailer looks damn good. Yeah, they're super talkative. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm lost in the trailer. I'm sorry. I'm over here playing the trailer. You guys can't see it because we have a new setup today. We're not streaming live, so you don't get to watch it on your phones. But no, uh, this trailer looked good. I'm excited for it. I'm stoked that it's uh, what we're we're less than a month away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, no, October. No, it's a little over a month. Okay, a little over a month. So, yeah, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. This looks good. Definitely just, set up the production value. Well, yeah, and that was what was really interesting is their their tech. Is that's I think also too. I think that the tech that Mandalorian is using, I think it's going to be a bit. You're going to see a lot more. Like, well, um, what you call it? The new Thor movie is going to be implementing. A lot of it. It's Unreal Engine, right? Yeah. 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 Aren't they yeah. using Unreal Engine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's actually, I was looking, um, I always get like notices on um, like school programs and stuff like that. And there's actually like a software program that Disney puts, like Lucasfilm puts you through that essentially trains you on this new like software to yeah. film production. And so it's, it's going like to be big. It's something that you apply for, and it's almost like a job. It's like an internship or like a trade, essentially. And they put you through this training program for Lucasfilm on the new software they're using for like Mandalorian for Thor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy that's Unreal Engine, and that yeah, it's neat. It's gonna be it's cool. Just hope they do my boy Bubba, Bubba Fett right. Yeah, I was actually hoping that. Um, that it wasn't Bubba Fett. I was hoping it was like Captain Rex or someone <laughs> from like the Clone Wars too. Like I think that really shut funny. your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Boba Fett is cool, but I think like the Clone Trooper, like Captain Rex. What's like, cool about Boba Fett? I don't know. It's cool. It's We've seen him. nothing of of Boba Fett yet officially. Like I can't wait to see what we get out of Boba Fett because. Bounty hunter. I like, know he is, but we haven't out. really seen much of Boba Fett. We really haven't. Let's be real. So I'm excited to see who Boba Fett really is. I'm finally excited to that see what he's bad. all about. He's mysterious. Oh, God. <laughs> you know that he's a former clone now. So he was like, like he was a clone trooper. <laughs> well, not a clone trooper, but he was a clone. I don't know. I know what I'm going to get you for Christmas, Caesar. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, this is good. What are you yeah. going to get him? Are you going to share it? Or you the uh, the uh, extended, I have to look up the name again. But the um the Boba Fett trilogy, uh, the extended um universe, oh books, okay, amazing because it essentially in this is what was cool was it was essentially right after he was in the Sarlacc pit, and what happened, how he got out, mm-hmm. and basically other adventures after that, and it's it's incredible. I think it, this is a, one of the key reasons why. But and also too, he's kind of like like. Jansen said that it's like there's still a mystery about Boba Fett 
he's almost like this legend that is still just whispered in 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 corners of the galaxy and he's yeah and then now like you said we know that he is the son of Django. Django there's like that tie Django. That everybody which, wants to uh, I, I like i like more the idea that he's the clone which is i think cool <laughs> i just love clones that's <laughs> But that's why I also wanted him to be Captain Rex. Like when they announced him as coming back, and not before before they said it was Boba Fett, I was like, "Oh, it's going to be Captain Rex because Ahsoka Tano is is that it?" But I haven't watched Star Wars Rebels completely, so I don't know if Rex died. <laughs> but um, so yeah, that came out, and then um, obviously yesterday released uh, Wandavision trailer. Which is the official first um, Marvel TV series since uh, the Winter Soldier, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, got pushed back. Now WandaVision is the official first. What did you guys think of that trailer? Uh, I, I I don't I <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's that was my reaction to it. It's like I I don't know what I think uh... of it. I I'm excited <laughs> to see these two on the screen again. I'm excited to kind of dive back into, you know, the the Marvel Universe. You know, I've missed it. We've been lacking uh, and, and these characters. And that's good that we get to see them again. But I, I, I'm very confused by what I've seen in the trailer. Um, but I'm happy. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's I, just a little confusing. I don't know what, I, what I'm looking at, but it looks fun. It looks like a fun watch. Yeah, it looks trippy. I thought I like it. It looks weird, and it looks like it's going to have this weird... I'm curious to see, like, obviously when they build the trailer, they put, like, all this weirdness and kind of, like, psychedelic type, like, what am I watching in the trailer? I'm curious what how that translates to the actual series. Like, are we seeing, like, the majority of that in just a trailer, but that's spread out over, like, ten episodes? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not, like, a ton of it. It's just they've condensed it all because they just kind of wanted to blow people's minds on what what they're doing. Um, but, I, yeah, I think it's going to be – I'm excited for it because the production value looks great. It looks so. fantastic. It it doesn't stand out. It looks like it's part of the, the universe. It's, yeah. it, and that's a great – like you can tell the difference from watching a Marvel movie and then going into um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, you can tell it. <laughs> You can tell the difference. It's a yeah. big difference. And here, it just looks like it's part of the universe, and, and I'm loving it. But again, just very, very trippy and very, very strange of, about what's going on. It looks like they don't even know what's going on, which is great. So maybe we're all going to be discovering it all together. Yeah, I like, I like the throwbacks. Love the that. Costumes. Love yeah. that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um. I don't know. I, I feel like Anthony's watching something. <laughs> no, I just I was trying to find that book for Caesar. Um, I'll find it. Um, yeah, it was the same thing. I just it thought, you know, it did show a lot, but yeah, I, I'm obviously will still watch it. But um, yeah, I hope it's one of those things where the trailer wasn't didn't do it really justice. Um, but did you not like the trailer? I just I I just didn't think it was as um, it, I didn't have the same energy. I didn't have the feels when I watched it. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah. I've, I've, I've experienced that a lot this year where I've seen first and second trailers or even like the first couple or the first trailer and it just didn't really turn me on. But then subsequent trailers were actually much better. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this is just one of those cases because even the Mandalorian season two trailer was okay, but I just, I didn't, I was weird. I, I didn't feel as excited about it as I thought I would. Well, I mean, I, I thought, I'm excited about the series coming out. I, I agree. I don't think the trailer was anything special, but I also don't think they're going to show like all the cool stuff in the trailer. Like they're not. Well, gonna... that plus also too, there was a thing that came out the other day or may have been today about there's really somebody from the cast said that there really isn't going to be answers to major things until season three and four. Oh, Jesus. So I'm, I'm a little, that's also too, I might, might have like a little concern or worry that it's going to be still a little bit more like breadcrumbs and they might be like, there won't be, be like a Game of Thrones thing where it's like, you watch the season and it's like, oh, seemed like nothing happened in that season. Yeah. And um, then there was a big cliffhanger and it's like, oh shit, now we have to wait until season three to find out that nothing happens again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping they make the episodes a little bit longer. Do you guys have any theories on what might be happening in this uh, in this show? Like, what's going on based on what we've seen in the trailer? I think Boba Fett's going to hunt down Mando. That's what I think's going to happen. I'm talking about <laughs> WandaVision, fool. Oh, I'm talking about <laughs> Jesus. And I also think that he's taking Baby Yoda to uh, Soka. That's kind of like what? that's 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 another Yoda. thing. And I I agree with Anthony. It's not Baby Yoda. I don't care. The child. <laughs> It's, it's baby Yoda because he cannot be a Yoda is not alive. I, I know that he's not baby Yoda. I know that it's not baby Yoda. I'm just saying everybody's just calling it baby Yoda. So I'm just going to call it baby Yoda because I'm not going to call it the child. Like that's what he is. That's what they're all referring him to referring as so. in, in the show. But you can't just walk around like, oh, man, did you watch? You see that child of the child? Like. <laughs> Like, oh my god. Isn't that child cute? So cute. It does sound weird. <laughs> no, yeah. You if you're out in the oh, open and you're like, man, that's a cute child right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man, that's, that's a cute baby Yoda. Like, yeah, it's, it's very different. You can't say that's a cute child. Why don't they call it baby Yaddle? Why does it got to be a boy, huh? Baby what? Baby Yaddle. The female Yoda. Oh. Right, because they're referring to. Never mind. Yeah. See? Anyway, See? that's our news, guys. That's that's our topics of news, I think, unless we had more. <laughs> but, oh, that's pretty it. That's pretty much it. So, um, moving on, because there's some uh, rediscovery happening. Um, last week, we were supposed to discuss this. I'm looking at... It's the 19th anniversary of GameCube. And 19. before we got yeah, before we got on this call, I was like, "Why were we just celebrating the 19th anniversary of GameCube?" Was it 19? I thought it was 20. He said he said it was 20, 2001, 2001, right? 2001, September 14, yeah, 2001. Yeah. So. No, I think was that right? Was it the U.S. release or the Japanese release? Japanese I thought it was release. The I thought it was. Mm. Oh, okay. Because I don't know why we would have celebrated. <laughs> So last week, if you guys were tuning in last week, we were going to celebrate the anniversary of GameCube. 
But then after looking at it today, I was like, the 19th anniversary. I don't understand why we're celebrating it. Well, it's not necessarily that we're celebrating a 20-year or a 19-year. It was just the fact this is what happened this week in gaming. The GameCube happened to release 19 years ago. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, it was, was. Four, on September 14th. Yeah. So there, we were touching uh, on what happened that week. It's just like, it's kind of a interesting thing. So <laughs> I'll let you guys. I, I, I personally didn't own a GameCube. Oh, I, played it. I played it at friends' houses, um, but so you guys talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> no, well, I I'm excited when I saw when I saw this anniversary. Yeah, 19 years anniversary. I was excited because I think the GameCube is Nintendo's most underrated console. Honestly, I really do. I don't think it got the love that it deserved. I think it's their Dreamcast. And oh, I was just going to say that, dude. And I think it got more love than the Dreamcast. No, it did. But I'm saying in comparison to all their other consoles, I think this is their Dreamcast. It didn't get yeah. the appreciation it deserved. Yeah. And it had some fucking hits. You know, just to touch on one major hit that eventually came out on the Wii. It came out on other consoles. They just they ported this title over and over and over again was Resident Evil 4. It originally launched on the GameCube. Not a lot of people know that. But, yeah, it was originally on the GameCube. Fuck, that game was great, man. That game was great, and a lot of the games that uh, that were on GameCube were fantastic. I think uh, what the FGC Melee is still considered yeah, the yeah. Smash Brothers, the Smash Brothers, and that was on the GameCube. See, and still to this day, whether you have a Wii U or if you have a Switch, the only way to play Smash Brothers, whether it be the Melee version or the newest version, GameCube controller. That's the best way to play Smash Brothers. So even mm-hmm. that controller was fantastic, man. I love the controller. Uh, I'm showing a picture of the Wavebird now, which is their wireless controller. And that came out much later. Um, but still, the, the buttons, the, the way that controller handled, the way it felt, it, it just felt good. Um, but I'm taking too much time. Anthony, jump in whenever you can because <laughs> I don't want to hog up all these games. But, yeah, they had some great titles. Yeah, it was a nice little system, like you said. There were so many, so many good ones that, yeah. So many good ones. Yeah, and I remember too the first time. Well, it's crazy. It was crazy too because I ended up. It was also too about the time when I was really into my import phase. I got the Panasonic Q uh, GameCube. Yeah. I really kind of wish I had that system still, man. What did What did you do with those systems? Did you sell them off, or did you? Yeah, I sold a lot of them off. Yeah, that was like. Either pay rent or pay bills. Yeah. But yeah, Wind Waker. I remember that too. Like oh, those, Wind Waker. It, it's like you're right because like the GameCube, there was games that were like similar to the Dreamcast that were just jaw-dropping. Yeah. You know, like Dreamcast like had Soul Cal. Every time I would put that game in, my jaw would drop just because of how good it looked. And Wind Waker, Metro Prime ended up being yeah, one of the, Prime was so the most good. seminal games of the series. Just you, because also too that was us. They had Hey Dave uh, Rare, right? Didn't Rare, Rare, Rare did that one? Yes. And you just you were just you were worried too because it was the first time it was in 3D, but it's essentially it was Metroid's version of uh, Mario 64. Yeah. Yeah, they went full 3D, and it was a fucking excellent game. Uh, Beautiful Joe at the top of my list of uh, all-time favorite games. Beautiful Joe was fantastic. Um, another game that launched on the GameCube, and then they brought it, they ported it over to the PlayStation. 
Um, Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion for GameCube was one of my favorite titles. There were I, that was another game I felt like was very unappreciated. I played that game when it released on the Switch, and it was good, but I felt it was too easy, and I didn't seem to enjoy it as much as the GameCube. But I remember how much joy I got from playing yeah. Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube. It was so fun. Uh, and Mario. to finally give Luigi his own game, to put him in front, yeah. you know, you're the star now, Luigi, and now Mario needs your fucking help, okay? Get out there and save yeah. his ass. So that was fantastic to play. Mario. <laughs> Mario. Mario. <laughs> I love that. And yeah, I used to I used to do that all the time, like constantly. <laughs> it, was, it was useless. It did nothing, but it was just fun to press and just constantly yeah. have to say Mario. Um... I mean, not all games were hits. Uh, they also gave us Star Fox Adventures, which is <laughs> god-awful. I mean, why would you take a great game like what you did with Star Fox and then Star Fox 64, and then, you know what? This has been so great. Let's go ahead and put Fox on the ground and just let him you know, <laughs> run around with a staff. Like, biggest mistake. Like, you shouldn't have done that. So it wasn't all, you know, all hits. But when you had it, you had it. And they, they experimented more in the GameCube. What they did with Mario Kart, it was the only time in Mario Kart mm. where you had two players on one cart. Mario Kart Double Dash. And it added just a, even though it was just one extra move, it just made made it just a little bit more difficult to actually, you know, you, you had to strategize a little bit more in this game because you had two characters, one driving, one in the back. The one in the back is throwing the item, but you could hold two items. So the one in the back is the only one that has the ability to throw the item. And if you want to throw your second item, which the, the driver is holding, you got to swap characters. So you got to remember to swap characters to be able to throw the other item. So it just added a little bit more difficult to it. And, oh, my God, I enjoyed that so much. I, I wish I could play that now, but, you know, can't play that online. But it would be fun to play that now. But, yeah, the GameCube was fantastic, man. And, Chris, shame on you, dude. Shame, shame, shame on you. Dude, I was very limited in funds back then, and I had to choose my consoles wisely. What did you have? I don't even what what year it came in two thousand one. What was out? What else was out at that time? That would be the PlayStation, the Dreamcast. Dreamcast. I had the Dreamcast. Okay, good Xbox. choice. Good choice. I got an Xbox on right. And then uh, Twin Snakes. I don't know if you ever had that. Twin Snakes, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I played it. I don't oh, know. can't forget about Paper Mario. Oh. God, that yeah. was like, yeah, that Paper Mario uh, and Resident. Eternal. I think you said Resident Evil Four already, right? Yeah, Resident Evil Four. Uh, yeah. Resident Evil uh, Zero was uh, brought out to the GameCube. Uh, Eternal Darkness. If you never played Eternal Darkness, oh, yeah. oh my goodness, are you you are missing out? So yeah, uh, GameCube man, still own it. It's in my closet in the box. Uh, tuck a you know put away. Um, I'll bring it out every now and then to to play, especially uh, my nephew before. They started porting all these um, games onto the Switch. My nephew would come over and want to play. I saw the check message you, you sent me. Rando? <laughs> Sorry, with the Versus screen. I looked over. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's all I really wanted to touch on the GameCube, you know. It's a very yeah. underrated console. Yeah, man. It, and it had we had this. to celebrate the 19th anniversary, man. 19th, baby. 19 we'll out, 19 again. years. We'll do it again next year for 20. We'll yeah. Go, we'll go all out next year for 20th anniversary. You know what? That's the challenge. If we can survive a whole year and do this again next year, Chris, play something. Because another game... I'm going to have to get, like, an emulator. <laughs> Mario Sunshine, that one launched on the GameCube and still considered, in my opinion, the hardest Mario game. And it's available Holy now for Switch. 
I have a GameCube in my garage. Oh my god. <laughs> it better I not be that. holding something up. <laughs> no, I do. I have a GameCube and I have like Sega Genesis in the garage. Oh, can we Maybe talk I'll... about those little discs too? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, talk about a lot oh of wasted gosh, fucking plastic. Love... Love the little discs. They wasted so much plastic in those uh, the, the casing. Oh, the cases, yeah. Nintendo and the proprietary, like. No, yeah. no, no. I don't have a GameCube. Never mind. Take that back. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. It's just an N64. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it belongs in the garage. Jerk. But yeah, 19 uh, years of GameCube. Cool. We'll see you um, next year. Thank you, Nintendo. Thank you, Nintendo. Yes. Yeah, we'll see you on the 20th anniversary of GameCube, and I'll play a game then. I could probably play Resident Evil 4 on the GameCube. Oh, so I good. I feel like it's not as scary. Fuck. It's so crappy, though. It's like, yeah, I feel like I could play like all the old scary games that I wasn't able to play as a kid because I'd be too scared. I could probably play now because they're not as scary because the graphics don't like hold up. Kind of like whole old school horror movies. Like, I didn't like like Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like that growing up because I, I'm not a fan of like horror films. But now I could watch them and I could appreciate them because they're just not scary. <laughs> um, anyways, my 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 celebration was also another thing that came out last week, um, and it's the twenty fifth anniversary. So it's actually uh, an anniversary you want to celebrate. <laughs> Shut up, man! <laughs> September uh, twenty five years ago, uh, hackers came out, and the movie Hackers, and it's like I, I want to say like I can't ex- it like kind of holds like a plus special place in my heart because when I first started getting into um, like computers and stuff in high school, um, and like end of middle school, you wanted to be a hacker. I did, I did, and so my version, my reference, when like later on was when Hackers came, like. Like, mm. that was my reference, even though it's nothing like Hackers. <laughs> like, and that's what I found out. Like, I found out that, obviously, like, it does not look that cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of got me on, like, this whole, like, um, like kick of wanting, like, I, like, wanting to be in computers. And I don't know, like, I, I still watch it this day. I, I am one that thinks that it ages well. I know other people oh don't think gosh. it ages well. Um, I, cause I, I like the soundtrack. I thought the soundtrack was great. Um, like a lot of electronic music, um, and stuff that I actually <laughs> like back when I was in high school was like really big into. Yeah. Um, and I mean, at like Johnny Lee Miller, J- Angelina Jolie, um, Matthew Lillard and so many people in that film, like so many like celebrities now that like it's where they're starting off and. I don't know. It's, it bring, it's corny. It's cheesy, but it just brings a smile to my face, and I still watch it to this day. Like I still turn it on, and I'll still watch it. And I don't. Did you get a chance to watch it? I know I, I was shocked because Anthony, you said you never saw it. Did you get a chance? No, to watch it? I never. I never saw it. Samantha did, but uh, we rewatched the trailer, and I was like, "Whoa!" Does rough. Samantha <laughs> like the movie? She liked it. Yeah. Oh I still wow! Like Samantha would like the film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think she agreed, though yeah. it definitely didn't age well. No, it totally aged well. <laughs> it was like corny back then, and it's corny now. Like, <laughs> but is it? Is it? It looked like it wasn't the good bad. Like it, it looked totally like it was the bad, bad bad. Yeah, it was the bad it, bad. 
No. Oh, Caesar, you don't even. Uh, how do you not like the film? I don't understand. No, no, no. I didn't say I didn't like the film. I just made it very clear that it doesn't hold up. I enjoyed this film when when I first watched it. I, I thought well, this film was great. Not hold up because like the cinematography was bad. <laughs> yes. Go on. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I, I don't. I don't think like I. It's it's what it's I. It's just. I, I, I think it's it's the fact that you know we know what the internet is nowadays. We know how computers work, and it's nothing like what they showed us. This fucking world of when you're online or when you're hacking. It's just too much. It's. It's. I, I, I mean, that was the point, and that's what like at the time it got me into it. And obviously, it's not like that, but that was the point because it. They obviously knew that hacking didn't look like that. Like, but how do you how do you make a movie about hackers? And you vi- like trying to visualize the Matrix. The- <laughs> but that's like that's different. That's like that's not even like on the same level of like totally different movies and totally different genres. Um, but how do you make like back then? How do you make a, a movie about hackers appealing to a larger audience? So you have to like make the visual like. Like a worm is an actual worm that's like eating mm. things, and a virus is like you can see the virus attacking things. Like you have to kind of visualize it, and like they had like cool like oh man the like end scene when they like put on like glasses and he like flips his <laughs> like, the, like they had like technology that wasn't around back then somehow invented. Um, I mean I I yeah it's like the plague like it was like like the Da Vinci virus. Where it's like row, row. I, I wish that you under. I wish you saw the movie, Anthony, because then you could, uh, I could explain and you know what I'm talking about. But like, oh, we've been hit by a virus, and then it shows like Da Vinci's like man cover. I forgot what it's called. What's the the three arm? The arms, like, yeah. Yeah, and he's like row, row, row your boat, and that's like the representing the virus that's gonna tip the boat over. I feel like it would be. I'd have the exact same experience if I was watching. Hackers, as I did, Kindred, the Embrace. <laughs> uh, see, that I can set apart. I could definitely put Hackers <laughs> on top of that. Um, compared to that, no, Hackers holds up. You know, there are those moments in oh, Hackers wow. where you're like, okay, this is a good film. But then it reminds you of what type of film it is. And you're like, man, that is fucking cheese balls. Um, but it does have its moments. I mean, this is. I, I think this is the first time I... Witness Angelina Jolie and obviously got suckered into those eyes. Uh, so mm-hmm. first time you saw her, like as a kid, you saw a boob. <laughs> oh, a boob! Yeah, the, the the brief nudity that we got from Angelina Jolie, the one uh, boob. Very, very... I'm just curious, like in the movie, like was the script supposed to show more nudity, but you didn't want to do it? I just there was no reason to do that nudity. I don't think she ever <laughs> cared, honestly. I mean, I think she's always had that same attitude where, like, I don't give a fuck. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I don't, whether she cares or not, I just think it's like an interesting thing. Like the movie, like why they they decided to just show that one split second boob, and that was it. It just it was just a weird thing. But I remember it as a kid. Obviously, you remember Angelina Jolie. Um, I don't know. It was a one film for 25 years. So I, Anthony, you need to watch it. Like, see, I can enjoy this film because it's nostalgic. I enjoy yeah. it, but I will watch it, and I will be like. Man, like I, this is fucking cheesy. Like I can't believe I was so into it, but it's still a decent movie. But again, it's because it's my nostalgia that's accepting of it as a as a decent movie. But in Anthony's shoes, I don't think he can do it. Honestly, I just don't think he can. 
Oh, I think you could, man. You also like it also gets you to appreciate like your initial like when you first signed up for AOL and your initial oh, like Oh my god. Your initial handle like like the like zero cool was um <laughs> was crash override was his older version of like how what he went by when he got older but if you watch the film like the main star Johnny Lee Miller he was a kid that went by zero cool and he hacked and like went to court and got like fined and his parents broke up because he did this like massive computer hack and shut down a ton of systems but he went by zero cool and when he gets old, older and can use computers again because um, he's banned from using technology until he's 18. <laughs> the more when I, I say something, I think crazy. <laughs> I think it's funny that scene where he hacks the fire extinguishers. Oh, yeah. But, it's uh, like, oh, yeah. The it's so the roof, dumb. The roof must have had a leak. Oh, so good. <laughs> so dumb. All you got to do is walk up to the lever and just pull it. What are you doing oh, hacking? It's so much cooler. It's so much cooler <laughs> when you can hack it, man. Oh, God. Um. But no, I, I I highly recommend it, Anthony. I think you'd get a kick out of it, and then we could we could we could we could talk about it more in full. Um, but yeah, no, that, was, that came out on September fifteenth, twenty five years ago, and uh, we were going to talk about it last episode, but I wanted to bring it up this episode because I thought it was a, a good anniversary to celebrate. Definitely a good one. Definitely a good anniversary, and yeah, if you dare watch it. Uh, again, um, I, I think it, it was a good watch back then. Not, not, if you dare, it's not like it's not like Kindred. Like this true, is better than true. Like, I, knew, I knew telling people that are watching this that if you watch Kindred, it's a bad show. It's it's terrible. But I still enjoyed it because of how bad it was. But this is not Kindred. This is a good movie. It's corny. It's cheesy. But just expect going into it that it's an 80s film like we're nine like a 90s film not 80s film but 90s so it's very very 90s <laughs> oh they have that scene in that trailer where he sets off the the sprinklers yeah pool on the roof had a leak lame <laughs> um all right guys um getting toward the end of it um so it's your our, our weekly what are you reading watching playing um, I'm going to start off with you, Caesar. What are you reading, watching, playing this week? Watching. Um, actually, I just rewatched. Oh, I, I watched for my first time um, X Men. Fuck, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, the Wolverine movie. Oh, is it the Wolverine? The one with the Silver Samurai? Oh, yeah, the Wolverine. Okay, I watched that for my first time. Wow. <laughs> Dude, I had no idea. I've always talked shit about Days of Future Past, but I never knew that this movie actually at the end ties into it. It still doesn't save it, <laughs> but yeah, now I, 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 they never explained. Like I, I was always lost in Days of Future Past as to why Xavier was still there. Well, in Wolverine, they show you that he comes back, and all he says is that he's full of tricks. So they still don't explain how he came back. But still, garbage, garbage movie. That's what I watched. Um, playing, I just finished Ghost of Tsushima, and fuck, talk about emotional fucking ending. Like I've been saying, that game is really, really hard to play. I just felt like I was just going through the motions, um, just getting through the game. But the story, the main story, which is unfortunately very short, so if you don't play any of the side stuff and just stick to the story, if you could pull it off without all that leveling up, it'll be a very short game. But that story is fucking good. Ah... I want to say I put in a good 
60? 30, 30 hours? No, I kind of ran through it. Um, like I'm telling you, I was going through the motions. If you just do the story, would it be like 20 hours? Oh, the story? No, way less than that. I would say if you just did the story, you'll probably get about six hours out of it. Oh, well. Yeah, okay. yeah it's actually very short. The story itself is actually very short. Um, but that story is good. That story is fucking good, and it ended fucking emotional. So... Highly recommend it for the story, or if you want to watch the story, I'm sure you could find it on YouTube. Definitely worth a watch. If you're going to play it, you know, th- you might enjoy it. Uh, but me personally, I don't like going through all the repetition stuff that open world games offer. Um, so there's that. And another game that I just recently picked up and I am playing, and I don't know how I feel about it, is Metal Gear Solid FedEx, which uh, are also known as um, uh, Death Stranding. Uh, I don't know what's going on in this game. It's a typical Kojima game where it's just all whacked out, dude. It's all whacked out. You got questions. You don't get answers until probably the end of the game. And even then, you won't get all the answers you're looking for. Um, But the acting is good. The story, I can't tell you much on the story. The game handles well. Uh, Kojima and his typical, you know, fancy gadgets and... Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about the game. Give me a little bit more time with it, but that's what I'm playing right now. As of right now, I'm just a delivery man. Um, struggling to keep my balance, apparently. Is there there action in the game? I I haven't got to it yet. There is. Okay. okay. I mean, I've seen, I've seen some, (laughs) I've seen some action, but not the type of action where I'm involved, where I'm actually playing the action. What other type of action is there? Like, I, like cutscenes. Like, the action I've seen have only been in cutscenes. Nothing where I'm actually playing in action action parts of the game yet. I'm still just delivering stuff right now. And, you know, having a tough time keeping my balance. Like, oh, I'm going too far right. Going too far left. Oh, you got to control it with R. And it's weird. It's weird. But that's what I'm playing. Not watching anything else. But, yeah, X-Men or the Wolverine. Garbage. <laughs> Anthony. Can you talk? I'm uh, watching in preparation. Well, I'm rewatching The Mandalorian because uh, also, too, Samantha has not seen it. So we're going through that in preparation for season two. Oh, how far along are you? Is she... uh, we just got this two episodes. We're on the third episode. Yeah. And then um, reading, I'm still just reading comic books. <laughs> I started that book, uh, Save the Cat. It's supposed to be the last book on screenwriting that you'll ever need. Yeah. <laughs> um, Going through that, because I need to, since we have a date now for PlayStation 5, I need to finish my script, or Anthony will not be connecting his newly purchased PlayStation 5. Uh, how many, how many, how long do you have? How much do you need to get done? I still got a good chunk. I'm about, I think I just crossed 55 pages. Okay, so what are you, what are you thinking? What are you going to end on? How many pages are you looking at? At least, well, I want to hit at least 120 for 120. sure, but... Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm what? Yeah, 65 pages out still, which is doable. It just I, it's 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 now I'm I'm in crunch mode. I'm I'm cramming for the final exam. Yeah, you, you got a month and a half. To, yeah. To get it yeah. done. And then um, playing Destiny two, um, just because I've, I'm trying to get a lot of stuff completed before they sunset a lot of the content in year uh i think we're going year four so it's just a lot of quests that i'm trying to get a lot of achievements it's that grind you know in the mmo which 
Uh, and it's really, it's not, I'm trying to get everything. There's just a, a couple of things that I really, really want. Um, so I'm just trying to complete those steps and yeah, they're just a little time consuming. Cool. So for me, I am, I was going to talk about Cobra Kai, but I'm going to save that for another. I finished season two of Cobra Kai on Netflix. Um, not going to talk about it. I really want to talk about it, but Anthony, you have not finished it. So once we have, once you do finish it, we're going to have an episode, not really an episode, but a large chunk that's going to happen on season two, specifically the last episode of season two. <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to talk about that. Um, so finish that. Um, and we've been, Tasha and I, we've been rewatching the new girl on Netflix um, and we're season six. Um, and I don't know. I just love that show. It's, it's, it's so good. I, I think, like, I remember when I first watched it, I remember thinking Nick was like my spirit animal, but now like rewatching it, I, I love, I love Nick. I love all the characters, but, um, did you just call Nick an animal? Was my spirit animal. <laughs> like, that's true. I did call him an animal. But I think Winston is hands down one of the funniest characters that I've ever, <laughs> yeah. ever been written on television. Like, what a, I, I, I wish I had a friend like him. <laughs> or Ouch. Thanks. No offense to you guys. Man. Like, you're, you're really not as funny and as weird as Winston. So. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Caesar. Dropping the ball. I highly recommend that. Uh, books I'm reading. The new Overstreet Price Guide came out. <laughs> um, Very shiny. If guys, yeah, if you guys aren't familiar, um, anybody that's watching this isn't familiar, Overstreet Price Guide essentially is the uh, comics price guide. Um where essentially it was like the the comics price guide in the past outside of like Withered Magazine um, when Withered was doing uh, their price guides um, Overstreet came out once a year and it was essentially the what people great like used to value their comic book collection um, obviously that's changed now with being online there's like a lot of programs that utilize um, there's just a lot of methods to find out price of the comic books um, and a lot of them still use um, Overstreet um, as like one of their many many factors into it but so i got the new one and i've been kind of going through it and they have like a lot of like like articles from publishers about or not publishers but comic shops about like how their year's been going like what they've seen moving like what what type of things they're they're noticing like trends they're noticing and and things there's about this is the first that's all ads at the beginning of the book jeez <laughs> yeah it it's is a lot of, a lot of ads. How many ads? And then essentially, these are all ads too. Like I think, I don't know for sure, but I feel like like retailers pay to put these things in this price guide. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, here's the grading definitions. I've complained about grading forever, and I'm still going to complain about grading because um, I still don't understand what this means. Like when it comes to an actual physical comic book, looking at it, I don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been re reading this and kind of uh, yeah, going through this. Um, and as far as playing is, there's no playing. Of course <laughs> there isn't. No, I'm waiting for the PS5, man. I decided that I'm just going to hold off until the PS5 comes out, and then we can have all the conversation about because I'm going to play Spider-Man, and I'm going to play all those games because Finn's going to play the games with me, and I'll have something to talk about. Maybe 15 minutes and be like, maybe a week. Might be a week. And then they're like, oh, what are you playing? Ah, I'm just no, I, I feel like when I first get a system, I I play it for a while. 
Um, what do you think, Caesar? What's the over under on this? I give him a week. Yeah, he'll be heavy at it for a week. So yeah. I think I think we'll have one episode where we're all going to talk PlayStation Five and actually have something to to share, and then the following week it's just going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Only your little faith. I want to put money on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat Spider Man Miles Morales. Mark my words, I'm gonna beat it. Damn. It'll be the first game that I beat in I don't know how many years. I'll take that bet. What are we betting? A Cobra Kai t shirt? <laughs> how do I win out of that? <laughs> well what do you what do you get what do you want in return? Let's think about that. Okay. Let's 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 that. let's actually do something that, you know, we could do on the show. Yeah, there you go. I'll play it. I'll play it. Oh, I actually probably won't play it on stream. <laughs> I was just going to say, why not? No. Why not? Well, I can, I guess. I can, but then I'd have to move it from the living room into the into the computer room. Seems like a lot of work. I got you. I could come down there, and I can hook you up. And I can have it playable oh. in both uh, the living room and your your office. How? Ooh, how do you do that? I don't think you'll be able to. You can't punch holes in my walls. No, I don't have to punch holes. You can't, I mean, like, they don't I don't look want, nicer, but I don't want cable like running around like the hallways and stuff. I have my cable all well hidden, well uh, covered up. I actually was talking about when I'm moving because I moved my desk setup. Obviously, I talked about this, and my cable management is a disaster. And I told Tasha, I was like, I need this to be over so I could call Caesar to come over and handle my cable cable management. Yeah. Um, but that's it, guys. That's it. That's for the episode. This is our first episode of YouTube. It'll be going up tonight, tomorrow. By the- by the time you watch this, people, it will be on YouTube. Well, duh. That's the only place to watch it. Yep. By the time yep. you watch this, you would have been done watching this. Yep. <laughs> it will be over. It will be on YouTube. And I appreciate you guys liking my or subscribing to our channel, hitting that thumbs up arrow, not that thumbs down arrow. Please don't hit that thumbs down arrow. That's me. Oh, that's right. YouTube has thumbs down. Yeah, there's no reason to hit, hit thumbs down. Like, it's, it's no reason. Just don't hit anything. Um, but subscribe. Um, we'll be back on Twitch hopefully next week. Um, twitch.tv backslash uh, Rediscover Geek. Um, check us out on social. Check us out on um, all our social platforms Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. All that Rediscover Geek. He looks sleepy. <laughs> yeah, we sell it. Yeah, check us out. You know, I feel like I lost my Facebook. Yeah. I tried to get started because I feel Insta. like. Yeah. I feel like Twitter. TikTok. TikTok, no, no. <laughs> TikTok not owned by the man. <laughs> oh, that's right. And soon he's gonna take it's over. It's all owned by the man. I know, but it's uh, TikTok's funny because like Walmart and Oracle are the ones that are gonna buy it or something, like partner in it. Like, who wants to use a platform that's owned by Walmart? It's like when it's like when um uh what was that blogging site? Why can't I think of it? That became really popular, and then Yahoo bought it, and then it just died. Like, what was it? Vlogging site? It was a blogging site. Oh, my gosh. Tumblr. Oh. Yeah. Like, it was like Tumblr was so huge, and then Yahoo bought it for, like, billions of dollars, and then, like, just destroyed it because no one wants to. I feel like TikTok's the same way. People are going to stop. Well, and, and look who might be. I think they are looking for a buyer. Quibi. Oh, Quimby. For, yeah. They they need, they're, they're having cash flow issues. It's a big surprise. 
Oh, that's awesome. They should have bought like TikTok. They should combine it. Combine TikTok, <laughs> TikTok and Quibi. Combine yeah. forces. Yeah, it'll be fun. Service. Cool. All right, guys. That's the episode. Thank you, guys. Um, it's been a pleasure. We'll be back next week, Tuesday, 7 p.m., hopefully, on Twitch. Fingers crossed. Bye.